I'm your host, Errol Kopak, and you're listening to the podcast MP3, Mastering Personality, Perspective, and Productivity. In today's episode, titled Perspective, Leaving a Legacy, I'm going to share with you about a dear friend of mine. There's a quote by Shannon Adler, goes like this, carve your name on hearts, not tombstones. A legacy is etched into the minds of others and the stories they share about you. This episode is in honor of a dear friend of mine named Todd Anderson. It was within my vision and desire with this podcast to have my dear friend Todd Anderson as a guest to share his wisdom and the powerful message that he has to share, but I'm afraid I waited a little too long. Unfortunately, my friend Todd is fighting, fighting pain, emotional and physical pain as he's battling cancer. I could not ask him to be a guest on my podcast for this reason. I would not ask any more of him than he's already given. So I thought I would share a bit about my story and the impact that this friend, mentor, has had on me. A few years ago, I moved to California to take on a leadership role. And a year or so after I took on that leadership role, there was an organizational hierarchy change across the firm. That change resulted in me no longer reporting directly to the head person of the firm, but rather to his, call it right-hand man. This was extremely upsetting for me, not only due to the change itself, but I felt that my work and productivity was no longer going to be my own. I felt demoted and like all of my work would be credited to someone else. This shook me. It upset me. Wouldn't admit it or even acknowledge it at the time, but looking back, in some ways, it did devastate me. I even fell into what might be called a mini depression, though I didn't let many people know that, of course. I couldn't even see it myself, to be honest. I'll expand upon that at a future time. I was rather devastated by this change at first. It was a challenge for a while, but it turned out to be one of the best things that could ever happen to me. You see, the person that I ended up reporting to was Todd Anderson. Working at first with him was, it's too light to say, a challenge. We are complete opposites. There was chaos in our communication, in our project management, in our approach to solving problems. Have you ever experienced trying to work with someone who thinks, reacts, decides, and speaks so differently from you that you don't even know where to begin, just at a loss? I still remember one time being at such a level of frustration mutually in our conversation that Todd picked up a marker and started, thankfully he checked it was a whiteboard marker, he started writing all over the whiteboard these stick figures. And I thought, what is this man doing? Drawing stick figures on a whiteboard right now while we're trying to figure out this problem and have a real conversation. So he finished drawing his stick figures in his picture and he said, this is what I'm saying. And he started pointing to the stick figures and explaining. And suddenly a smile came across my face. And I said, okay. And I took the marker and I wrote words by his stick figures. 
and a few words that I didn't know where they belonged, if at all, in the picture. And he looked at it and said, so we're saying the same thing. My response was, yep, we just didn't know it. (laughs) Once we had this experience and learned that oftentimes we wanted the same thing or we're trying to say the same thing, but we were coming from two complete opposite ends of the spectrum in communication or in lines of thinking, whatever it may be, that opened up a world of opportunity. We started to embrace that we would pretty much always be coming from opposite ends of the spectrum. And it would take a little bit of time up front to explain to the other person where we were coming from. But once we realized what was going on, it certainly sped up the process to meeting in the middle and coming up with a really well thought out aligned game plan that addressed both sides, both lines of thinking. Learning to communicate with someone who was practically opposite of me in every way was no small task. But because we both wanted that result of communication and collaboration and working well together, we made it happen. We started to value the fact that if we wanted the opposite perspective, we could always go to the other person to get that. We started to value our opposite approaches. At the time, I thought that Todd was probably one of the most disorganized human beings I had ever met. I did all that I could to help and others did too, but there was a sense of how Todd would embrace the chaos of life that allowed him to embrace the chaos of people. And he taught that to me as well. So much of the content and inspiration for this podcast came from the wisdom that was drawn out from my clients as well as friends. If you have some inner wisdom that you know needs to be drawn out for you to act upon, discover, clarify, go to harnessyourhindrance.com and fill out the form to have a free coaching session. Let's get back to tapping into mastering your perspective. There are lessons that I learned from my time being mentored by Todd, being in leadership with him, and being in friendship that I wanted to share. I know that he would deliver it better. He has powerful messages to share. These lessons I will never forsake nor forget. Number one, be unapologetically yourself. Life is too short to not be. Don't be textbook authentic. Be fearfully, obnoxiously authentic. When I say fearfully, I mean it should be fear-inducing. It should make you nervous and uncomfortable. That's not a sign that you shouldn't do it. That's a sign that you're on the right track, the right level of authenticity. It's not meant to be comfortable. If it was comfortable, everyone would do it, and then it wouldn't be impactful. But it is impactful. People read your authenticity. Be unapologetically yourself. Todd lived by this. He preaches it. He embodies it. And it's a message that I believe anyone who's interacted with him has received. Lesson number two. Embrace your strengths and embrace your weaknesses. Your strengths are meant to be used to serve. You not only hold back yourself, but also hold back from others when you don't use them to the fullest. Don't hold back your strengths from people. Your weaknesses? 
They make you human, real, relatable, and downright lovable. Don't hide them. Lead with them. Don't be afraid of these being seen because everyone has weaknesses and you're not fooling anyone by trying to hide yours. There's talk about vulnerability and trusting only certain people with your vulnerability. I agree with that. Absolutely. There's an aspect to people earning certain levels of vulnerability. Your weaknesses do not have to be your vulnerability, though. When you lead with your weaknesses, when you own them, when you say, hey, these are my weaknesses, I know it, and you lead with that, that's not vulnerable, that's powerful. It takes away the fear of discovery. When you have less fear, you have more power, more strength, less vulnerability. So don't fear exposing your weaknesses. Lead with exposing them. Because when you have laid out your weaknesses, you've exposed your humanness, and you've created the space for owning your strengths. When you own your strengths after you've owned your weaknesses, it's not cocky or arrogant. It's just awareness. It's an alignment. These are my weaknesses. These are my strengths. So own your weaknesses. And when you do this, it lets people see that you know you're human. So it invites them to be human too. Own your weaknesses from a place of strength. Lesson number three. Don't hold back your treasure from the world. I had a conversation with Todd one day about struggling with my value of humility and yet needing to put myself in the center of attention for business growth. He used an analogy, as he often does, to illustrate a complex point in simple terms. He said, that is like burying a pot of gold and not wanting to share it because you don't want people to know that you have it. If you reveal that you have it and want to share, how much more could you help and serve others? How much more good and growth could come from the sharing of the treasure that you have been withholding? This conversation inspired my phrase that I use to keep me grounded when I want to hold back, which is, if I don't show, they won't know. I will continually repeat this to myself, and it is because of the analogy that Todd shared with me. Don't hold back your treasure from the world. When you do that, you're not helping anyone. You're withholding from them. So seek out and find the treasure that you have to give and then share it. And don't hold back from sharing that treasure because you don't know what more it could provide. Lesson number four, be sensitive, but don't be afraid of ruffling some feathers. Todd has taught me to be more compassionate, gentle, and empathetic in my approach, especially when it comes to tough conversations. I've tended to value logic over emotion, and he tended to the opposite. Challenging conversations between us help me to see the value in a more empathetic approach. This is the be sensitive part. The ruffling feathers definitely showed up too. Todd made me cry at work, which was difficult to do at the time because I had my walls up. He did this by sharing a harsh truth that I didn't want to hear. 
When other people would avoid calling out an issue or pointing out your weakness, he wouldn't. He would say it even if it ruffled some feathers. Some of those moments are the ones that stick with me the most. I think back to is some of the most impactful moments. So be sensitive in your approach, especially with challenging conversations. But don't be afraid of ruffling some feathers. Because that may be the very thing that results in you making an impact. Lesson number five. Be unwavering and holding to your boundaries for the people that matter most. Todd would often have and finish conversations on his commute home from work. He's tended to be very productive in clarifying conversations. It also seemed that the work was never done, so this provided more time. But as soon as he pulled into his driveway at home, he hung up. He would say something along the lines of, I see my son Davis is in the doorway. I'm going now. Bye. That was it. He would immediately hang up, whether the conversation was over or not. No follow-up email, no texting conversation, no communication until the next day because he was with his family now. It may sound abrupt, but he did without fail. So you knew to expect it. And learn to admirably respect it. He showed me that you can have any boundary you set as long as you don't waver. So set the boundary and commit to it in holding to your boundaries for the people that matter most. Whatever that boundary may be, whatever boundary is right for you, set it. Hold to it. Be unwavering and unapologetic about it. It was the actions that spoke to me. Todd never spoke of this boundary. He never preached about it. But his actions said all that you needed to know. Lesson number six. Surround yourself with people who are not like you. As I mentioned, I saw Todd as one of the most opposite of me people you can find. He was okay with chaos, and I was not. He valued emotion over logic. He was not diplomatic or politically correct, and I strongly was. He liked to boldly stand out with multicolored, patterned, in-your-face suits, rather than the classic and customary look. He would love to say things to push past people's comfort limits, just for the sake of doing so, and to knock them outside of their comfort zone. This would often make me uncomfortable. He is a big picture thinker, the visionary type. And I was the one saying, okay, how do we get this done? He enjoyed the theoretical and I the tactical. We disagreed on political views, religion, philosophies, in addition to tactics, and what to do about certain situations. I can honestly say I have learned and grown from every one of those opposites, opposite opinions, opposite positions. Building that relationship that became one of the most impactful and meaningful relationships in my life is part of what breaks my heart when I see people saying things like, if you disagree with my opinion on this matter, then we shouldn't be friends. We shouldn't discuss and talk about these things. I don't even know why we're having this conversation. I understand those frustrations. I do. But those who have different views from you are people you should continue to have conversations with, even if you don't see eye to eye. As long as they are respectful and not hateful or harmful, 
There can be life-changing discoveries from the conversations you have with those of opposite view of you. And not always, but oftentimes, you'll discover that you are more aligned than you thought. They may be the person who leaves a legacy with you or contributes to the person that you become and therefore the legacy that you leave. Lesson number seven, be the person who builds others up. When I had a big presentation to give in front of a bunch of executives after only one month of starting my own business, I spoke with Todd that morning and sure enough, he built me up. He reminded me of my strengths, encouraged me of the value I provide, and reminded me that the worst case scenario was not that bad. I will never forget the pace and courage I had walking in after that conversation. That sense of peace and courage came from remembering, being reminded, rather, of my strength, my power, my ability, my gifts. One of the greatest gifts that you can give to someone is believing in them and letting them see it, feel it, and know it. That is a gift that leaves a legacy makes an impact that cannot be forgotten. So if you want to make an impact, leave a legacy, believe in someone, build them up, and let them know. Let them know what you believe they're capable of. Let them know that you believe in them. This is how Todd has lived his life, with the desire to build others up, to help them see their greatness to share their vulnerability and help them to expose that vulnerability to others in order to create deeper, more impactful, more meaningful relationships and conversations. I not only understand those who are different from me more because of my relationship with this mentor, but I also understand myself more. I wanted to share these lessons with you in honor of my dear friend, Todd. I wanted to encourage you to think about how you leave a legacy. I don't know what my legacy will look like. I don't know what your legacy will look like. But I do know that I desire to leave an impact and a legacy on someone else the way that my friend Todd has made an impact and left a legacy on me. I want it to be one where no words can express the impact that you had on someone's life. The impression that will forever have an impact on me was not made through a single act or word or conversation, but is an evolution of many challenging, real, and honest conversations. So I implore you, be vulnerable. Be boldly honest. Be unapologetically yourself. And know that every day, you may be making an impact that will result in your legacy. This episode was recorded with heartfelt gratitude, love, and appreciation for my dear friend Todd as he fights the good fight against cancer and as he lives out his days with my prayer being that he knows what an impact he's made, what a legacy he's leaving, and that I will do all I can to continue to share the treasures that he has shared with me. Do all you can today to leave a legacy because a legacy is made up.
one day at a time. A legacy is made day by day, and it lasts for generations. Thank you for listening. If you want to know more about the podcast, events, workshops, or coaching, visit harnessyourhindrance.com slash mp3. And don't forget to subscribe for the podcast mailing list on our website. I have three asks. I ask that you listen to at least three episodes of this podcast before giving a rating, but then please do. I ask that you share this with three people who may benefit from the conversation you heard today. And I ask that you capture your three takeaways from this content. You may always text message MP3 to 888-523-2494 to stay informed when new episodes come out. Again, thank you for listening.